Good morning and welcome to another episode of Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible following the weekly Torah portions. My name is Karen and I am your reader today. Today is Thursday, April the 20th, and it is also the 29th of Nisan on the Hebrew calendar. In our counting of the Omer from Pesach to Shavuot, today we are on day 14. This week our Torah portion is Tatzirah and Metzurai. We have a double portion this week, and they mean she will conceive and leper. Our reading for today is going to be from Leviticus chapter 14, verses 21 through 32. But before we begin, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. If he is poor and cannot afford so much, then he shall take one male lamb for a trespass offering to be waived to make atonement for him, and one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, and a log of oil, and two turtle doves or two young pigeons, such as he is able to afford, and the one shall be a sin offering, and the other a burnt offering." On the eighth day he shall bring them for his cleansing to the Kohen to the door of the tent of meeting before the Lord. The Kohen shall take the lamb of the trespass offering and the log of oil, and the Kohen shall wave them for a contribution before the Lord. He shall kill the lamb of the trespass offering. The Kohen shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering and put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. The Kohen shall pour some of the oil into the palm of his own left hand, and the Kohen shall sprinkle with his right finger some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before the Lord. And the Kohen shall put some of the oil that is in his hand on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, on the place of the blood of the trespass offering. The rest of the oil that is in the hand of the Kohen shall be put on the head of him who is to be cleansed, to make atonement for him before the Lord. He shall offer one of the turtle doves, or of the young pigeons, whichever he is able to afford. Of the kind he is able to afford, the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering with the grain offering. So the Kohen shall make atonement for him who is to be cleansed before the Lord. This is the Torah of him in whom is the plague of Zara'at, who is not able to afford the cost for his cleansing. That was Leviticus chapter 14 verses 21 through 32. Now to our reading from the prophets, we are going to be reading from Isaiah, or Ishayahu, chapter 48. Hear this, O house of Yaakov, you who are called by the name of Israel, and have come out of the waters of Yehuda. You swear by the name of the Lord, and make mention of the God of Israel, but not in truth, nor in righteousness. 
for they call themselves citizens of the holy city and rely on the God of Israel. Adonai Tzivot is his name. I have declared the former things from of old. Yes, they went out of my mouth, and I revealed them. I did them suddenly, and they happened, because I knew that you are obstinate, and your neck is an iron sinew, and your brow bronze. Before I have declared it to you from of old, before it came to pass, I showed it to you. Lest you should say, My idol has done them, my engraved image and my molten image has commanded them. You have heard it, now see all this, and you, will you not declare it? I have shown you new things from this time, even hidden things which you have not known. They are created now and not from of old. Before today you did not hear them, lest you should say, Behold, I knew them. Yes, you did not hear. Yes, you did not know. Yes, from of old your ear was not opened. For I knew that you dealt very treacherously and were called a transgressor from the womb. For my name's sake, I will defer my anger. And for my praise, I will hold it back for you, so that I do not cut you off. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have chosen you in the furnace of affliction, for my own sake. For my own sake, I will do it. For how will my name be profaned? I will not give my glory to another. Listen to me, O Yaakov, in Israel whom I have called. I am he. I am the first. I am also the last. Yes, my hand has laid the foundations of the earth, and my right hand has spread out the heavens when I call them. They stand together. Assemble all of you and hear. Who among them has declared these things? He whom the Lord loves will do what he likes to Babylon, and his arm will be raised against the Kassadim. I, even I, have spoken. Yes, I have called him, I have brought him, and he shall make his way prosperous. Come near to me and hear this. From the beginning I have not spoken in secret. From the time that has happened I was there. Now Adonai the Lord has sent me and his Ruach. This is what the Lord says, Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way that you should go. Oh, that you have listened to my mitzvot, then your shalom would have been like a river, and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your offspring also would have been as the sand, and the descendants of your body like its grains. His name would not be cut off nor destroyed from before me. Leave Babylon, flee from the Kassadim. With a voice of singing announce this, tell it even to the end of the earth. Say, the Lord has redeemed his servant, Yaakov. They did not thirst when he led them through the desert. He caused the waters to flow out of the rock for them. He also split the rock, and the waters gushed out. There is no shalom, says the Lord, for the wicked. That was Isaiah, or Ishayahu, chapter 48. And our reading now from the Ketuvim will be from Job, chapter 6. Then Job answered and said, 
Oh, that my anguish were weighed, and all my calamity laid in the balances. For now it would have been heavier than the sand of the seas. Therefore have my words been rash, for the arrows of Shaddai are within me. My spirit drinks up their poison. The terrors of the Lord set themselves in array against me. Does the wild donkey bray when he has grass? Or does the ox low over his fodder? Can that which has no flavor be eaten without salt? Or is there any taste in the white of an egg? My soul refuses to touch them. They are as loathsome food to me. Oh, that I might have my request, that the Lord would grant the thing that I long for, even that it would please God to crush me, that he would let loose his hand and cut me off. Let it be my consolation. Yes, let me exult in pain that does not spare, that I have not denied the words of the Holy One. What is my strength that I should wait? What is my end that I should be patient? Is my strength the strength of stones? Or is my flesh of bronze? Is it not that I have no help in me, that wisdom is driven quite from me? To him who is ready to faint, kindness should be shown from his friend, even to him who forsakes the fears of Shaddai. My brothers have dealt deceitfully as a brook, as the channel of brooks they pass away, which are black by reason of ice, and which the snow hides itself. In the dry season they vanish. When it is hot they are consumed out of their place. The caravans that travel beside them turn away. They go up into the waste and perish. The caravans of Tima looked. The companies of Sheba waited for them. They were distressed because they were confident. They came there and were confounded. For now you are nothing. You see a terror and are afraid. Did I say, give to me? Or offer a present for me from your substance? Or deliver me from the adversary's hand? Or redeem me from the hand of the oppressors? Teach me, I will be silent. Cause me to understand my error. How forcible are words of uprightness. But your reproof, what does it reprove? Do you intend to reprove words, since the speeches of one who is desperate are as wind? Yes, you would even cast lots for the fatherless, and make merchandise of your friend. Now therefore be pleased to look at me, for surely I will not lie to your face. Please return, let there be no injustice. Yes, return again, my cause is righteous." Is there injustice on my tongue? Cannot my taste discern mischievous things? That was Job chapter 6. And now to our final portion today, we will be reading from 1 Peter chapter 3. In the same way, wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, so that even if any do not obey the word, They may be won by the behavior of their wives without a word, seeing your pure behavior in fear. Let your beauty be not just the outward adorning of braiding the hair, and of wearing of jewels of gold, or of putting on fine clothing, but in the hidden person of the heart, and the incorruptible ornament of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of the Lord. For this is how, in the past, 
the holy women who hoped in the Lord also adorned themselves, being in subjection to their own husbands. So Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose children you now are, if you do well and are not put in fear by any terror. Your husbands, in the same way, live without your wives according to knowledge, giving honor to the woman as to the weaker vessel, as also being joint heirs of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. Finally, all of you, be like-minded, be compassionate, loving as brothers, tender-hearted, courteous, not rendering evil for evil or insult for insult, but instead blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. For he who would love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek shalom and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And who is he that shall harm you if you have become imitators of that which is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear, neither be troubled. But sanctify Adonai Elohim in your hearts, and always be ready to give an answer to everyone who asks you a reason concerning the hope that is in you with humility and fear, having a good conscience. Thus, while you are spoken against as evildoers, they may be disappointed who curse your good way of life in Messiah. For it is better, if it is the will of God, that you suffer for doing well than for doing evil. Because Messiah also suffered for sins once, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Ruach, in whom he also went and preached to the spirits in prison, who before were disobedient when Elohim waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ship was being built. In it few, that is eight souls, were saved through water, This is a symbol of immersion, which now saves you, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience towards the Lord, through the resurrection of Yeshua the Messiah, who is at the right hand of the Lord, having gone into heaven, angels and authorities and powers being made subject to him. That was 1 Peter chapter 3. If you're reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year's cycle, you'll also read from Matthew 8 today. Until next time, busy moms, may you have a blessed day. And this is Karen wishing you shalom from the Golan Heights. Mm -hmm.